This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone, for this Tuesday, June 27th, 2023. I'm David Atkins. And I'm Victoria Wilburn. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, misconduct by federal jail guards led to Jeffrey Epstein's suicide. All on your daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Dave Atkins will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast. The current temperature outside is a partly cloudy 76 degrees. And now on to our top story. Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko has confirmed that Yevgeny Prigozhin has arrived in Belarus after his short-lived armed mutiny in Russia. The head of the mercenary group Fogner was exiled to Belarus as part of the deal that ended the weekend mutiny. Lukashenko said today that Prigozhin and some of his troops would be welcome to stay in Belarus for some time at their own expense. Meanwhile, the Russian Defense Ministry says preparations are underway for Fogner to hand over its heavy weapons to the Russian military. Russian authorities say they've closed a criminal investigation into the uprising and are pressing no charges against Prigozhin or his troops after the negotiated deal. A Senate committee's report says the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security downplayed or ignored, quote, a massive amount of intelligence information, end quote, before the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol. The Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee report released today says the agencies failed to warn of violence as some of the then-President Donald Trump supporters planned the siege openly online. The report by the panel's majority staff says the intelligence community has not entirely recalibrated to focus on the threats of domestic rather than international terrorism. It says government intelligence leaders, quote, could not conceive, end quote, the Capitol would be overrun. The FBI and Homeland Security say they've implemented changes. The Justice Department's watchdog says negligence, misconduct, and job failures enabled Jeffrey Epstein to take his own life at a federal jail in New York City while awaiting trial on sex trafficking charges. Inspector General Mike, Michael Hurwitz today cited the Federal Bureau of Prisons' failure to assign Epstein a cellmate, problems with surveillance cameras, and surplus bed linens in Epstein's cell despite a previous suicide attempt as factors in his 2019 death. Horowitz says there's no indication of foul play, reiterating the findings of other investigations. The Bureau of Prisons says it accepts Horowitz's recommendations and has updated its suicide watch process. Coming up, U.S. opioid litigation. That and more news from across the Tri-State when New Center 88 returns right after this. A recent study found that the average American spends 8.5 hours in front of television, cell phone, and computer screens a day. Let's say that the average American lives to be 75 years old. 
That would mean that the average American spends 26 and a half years in front of screens. That's over a third of someone's life. Imagine a world where you spent the first third of your life in front of a screen. Imagine your only source of satisfaction coming from the sense of closure you get from watching the resolution of some petty, fictional 30-minute argument time and time again. Imagine the stale laugh track from some inane sitcom mockingly recorded from a disembodied studio audience. But then imagine going outside for the first time in 26 terrible years of isolation and feeling actual sunlight on your face. Do yourself a favor. Go outside. Enjoy your life. This has been a special reminder from WMUL 88.1, The Cutting Edge. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted Best Radio News Reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm David Atkins. And I'm Victoria Wilburn. Commercial electric vehicle startup Lordstown Motors Corporation has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection nearly two months after it warned that it was in danger of failing. Lordstown also sued former investor Foxconn for not following through with a $170 million investment in the company. Lordstown said it has no debt or significant cash. It plans to sell its endurance pickup truck and related EV assets as part of its restructuring. A community college in eastern Kentucky says bluegrass musician Bobby Osborne has died. He was 91. Bobby Osborne and his brother Sonny made up the Osborne Brothers, and their version of the song Rocky Top in 1967 became an official state song of Tennessee. For several years, Bobby Osborne taught at the Hazard Community and Technical Colleges, Kentucky School of Bluegrass and Traditional Music in Leslie County. The school says he died early today. The Kentucky native also was a member of the Grand Ole Opry and the International Bluegrass Music Hall of Fame. West Virginia is finalizing the leadership for a newly created foundation tasked with distributing the lion's share of more than $1 billion in opiate lawsuit settlement money. Attorney General Patrick Morrissey said the state has hired the Arlington, Virginia-based search firm DRI Waterstone Human Capital to find an executive director for the West Virginia First Foundation, the private nonprofit that will distribute just under three quarters of the money. The foundation will be governed by an 11-member board of directors, which must be selected by July 17th. Six board members will be elected by local government. The other five positions must be appointed by Governor Jim Justice and confirmed by the state Senate. Coming up next... Economy holds up better than feared? That and more news from around the nation when New Center 88 returns. Stay with us. The best news program in the nation as honored by the National Broadcasting Society. More than 130 live Marshall sporting events every year. One of the top college radio stations in the nation. 50 years of broadcasting excellence. 88.1 WMUL-FM. Welcome back to News Center 88. Voted Best Spot News Reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm David Atkins. And I'm Victoria Wilburn. 
Using chainsaws, heavy machinery, and controlled burns, the Biden administration is trying to turn the tide on worsening wildfires in the U.S. West through a multi-billion dollar cleanup of forests choked with dead trees and undergrowth. Yet federal land managers have fallen behind on several of their priority forests for thinning. That underscores the challenge of reversing decades of lax forest management and aggressive fire suppression. Administration officials say the thinning work is making a difference and projects announced so far will lessen wildfire dangers in more than 500 communities across 10 states. Wall Street is rallying after a round of reports suggested the economy is in better shape than they feared. The S&P 500 was 1.2% higher today, resuming its upward climb following a week-long pullback after it hit its highest level in more than a year. The Dow was up 239 points, or 0.7%, while the Nasdaq rose 1.7%. Airlines helped to lead the way after Delta said demand for travel still looks strong, particularly among high-income passengers. Readings released this morning on consumer confidence, sales of new homes, and other areas of the economy all topped economists' forecast. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former President Donald Trump are trading barbs as the two leading Republican White House candidates staged dueling events in the critical early voting state of New Hampshire. Addressing a town hall today, DeSantis vowed to fulfill a broken Trump promise and complete a wall along the west along the U.S.-Mexico border, while pledging to tear down Washington's traditional power centers in ways Trump fell short. Speaking later at a Republican women's luncheon, Trump countered that DeSantis was being forced to settle for second place in the primary and accused the governor of supporting cuts to Social Security and Medicare. Coming up next, Luke Hamilton will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast when New Center 88 returns right after this. I was leaving an exercise class. All of a sudden, the pain started. My entire chest. Shortness of breath. Very fatigued. Nauseated. Thought that it was nothing much, maybe just stress. You're having a heart attack. I'm healthy, I'm young. There's no way it could be my heart, no way. Heart disease doesn't discriminate. Listen to your body, go get checked. Heart disease is the number one killer in women, and this is something that we can fight. Visit GoRedForWomen.org to learn a woman's risk for heart disease. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Luke Hamilton, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Today, you will find it to be a partly cloudy 76 degrees. Get ready for some sunshine and put those umbrellas away for the next two days because the sun will be out and about before thunderstorms roll back in on Friday and Saturday. The temperatures will drop down to 67 degrees at midnight, about three hours after the sun sets at 8.57. Tomorrow, the high will be 83 degrees in the late afternoon. On Thursday, the temperatures will rise again to a high of 89 with a low chance of clouds in the sky. This weekend, temperatures will remain in the mid to high 80s with a 50% chance of thunderstorms on Friday and Saturday. Today's weather word of the day is civil dawn. Civil dawn is the time of morning at which the sun is 6 degrees below the horizon. At this time, there is enough light for objects to be distinguishable and for outdoor activities to commence. Thank you, weatherology.com, for that information. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it's a partly cloudy 76 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast. For News Center 88, I'm Luke Hamilton. Thanks, Luke. 
Coming up, baby talk crosses all language barriers. Stay with us to find out more right after this on New Center 88. Are you tired of missing your favorite WMUL programming? No worries. Check out WMUL's online archive at marshall.edu slash WMUL. Every episode of our news and sports programming, every story from the New Center 88 and FM 88 sports teams, and much more. Marshall.edu slash WMUL. And finally today on New Center 88, you know instantly when someone is speaking to an infant or small child. It turns out that dolphin mothers also use a kind of high-pitched baby talk. A study published yesterday found that female bottlenose dolphins change their tone when addressing their calves. Researchers recorded the signature whistles of 19 mothers, dolphins in Florida, when accompanied by their young offspring and when swimming alone or with other adults. The dolphin's signature whistle is a unique and important signal, akin to calling out their own name. When directing the signal to their calves, the mother's whistle pitch is higher and her pitch range is greater than usual. The study was published in the journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. The Supreme Court has left in place an appellate ruling barring a North Carolina public charter school from requiring girls to wear skirts to school. The justices declined without comment to hear an appeal from the Charter Day School in the eastern North Carolina town of Leland. A federal appeals court had ruled that the school's dress code violated students' constitutional rights. School founder Baker Mitchell had said the dress code was intended to promote, quote, chivalry, unquote, by the male students. The dress code a already has been changed to allow girls to wear pants, in line with the court ruling. Oh, an American tourist tells the Associated Press, excuse me, and that does it for the summer, this edition of News Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Washington University and the Tri-State area. And remember to check us out on the Out Worldwide web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Victoria Wilburn, Ben Anderson, Luke Hamilton, and the entire News Center 88 team, I'm David Atkins, or here's David Atkins, and your thought of today is, life ought to be a struggle of desire toward adventures whose nobility will fertilize the soul.